We are Rejects Club. We are your hosts, Danny and Samantha. I'm barely hanging on, but here I am. Artichokes. Hi, I'm Danny, and that's Samantha, and welcome to Rejects Club. Wow, that was a great intro. I thought we were maybe going to be somewhere in the Mideast again. Nope. Just Middle East. I like how I'm giving it a nickname, the Mideast. The Midi. Um, hi guys. Thank you for that intro, Danny. Welcome, welcome to Rejects Club. I said that already. The, oh, well, I'm repeating it. <laughs> the only podcast in the world that makes you want to cry yourself to sleep. No, I think there are others. The only podcast in the world that glamorizes serial killers. Not glamorizes serial killers, we haven't, but like we haven't encourages really ta- them. We haven't really talked about them yet. Well, get ready because we're going to this episode. Like there are podcasts where people talk about like crimes and murders and stuff. Yes. But here on Rejects Club, should I just start off with this? Yeah. So this is something I realized. And Danny, Danny's kind of helped me help me solidify this idea. But I feel like there should be a union for serial killers like serial killers should unionize so that they can be compensated for doing what they love and i disagreed because i don't think the reason they do it is for the money i think they do it for the love of the game and also there's not really anything you can compensate them for because they're not really providing a service that anyone wants quite frankly they're providing service that no one wants they're really the only ones benefiting so I don't think that you can pay them for their service, but I do think that you could potentially set up like um, a mentoring system so that like experienced serial killers could mentor like an up and coming person. Maybe right. all they've killed so far is like a few squirrels in the backyard. They yeah. want to upgrade to some bigger game. To they can humans. turn to like a more prolific serial killer who can give them kind of like pointers. But then but you you brought I up think- Hitman, which is a full different situation right it's not for the love of the game i just think that you know like you have your job and then you have like your hobby and that's your passion but ideally you want to make your passion your job you want your job you want to be passionate about your job you want to do what you love love what you do so that's why i feel like there should be a union for serial killers so that they can be compensated for doing what they love so they can turn their passion into a lifelong career path the only way to do that you would have to get pretty entrepreneurial with it and figure out a way so that the person or people who you want to kill are people who you could also get paid to kill yeah so you would have to like be like yo that girl i saw on the street at the bus stop the other day i really want to kill her now maybe there's a system that you could put in place for finding that girl's enemies seeing if one of them would pay you to do what you wanted to do already oh my god it could be like a dating app so like someone will have photos of the person that they want killed Mm -hmm. and then the serial killer can just scroll through and decide like if they want to kill that person or not. exactly so yes this is like combining hitman with serial killer with serial killer doing it yeah yeah exactly and then the issue comes in with the fact that murder is wrong and illegal (laughs) this has to be an underground operation yeah i mean i'm not team serial killer i'm not for serial killers i just like i feel like i don't know if i've given off that 
aura or whatever that like I would be in favor of them but I'm not I don't I don't think that people should murder other people I just find them fascinating I definitely I do think you have given off that aura before I don't think anyone is in favor of serial killers I wouldn't like to meet one unless they're like in jail and we can just have like a candid discussion about like brunch other than that, I don't really want want to, like, break into my house. Tell us your spiel about serial killers, about the, like, psychology behind it. Well, no, I don't know much about the psychology no, behind no, it. No, no, I mean, like, like how, like, they've got very overactive amygdalas. No, I no, think... No, I mean, talking about how, like, how, like, what people should be able to live just because serial killers... Everyone has a right to be happy, right? Yeah. But why is my right to live more important than a serial killer's right to be happy through murdering me so if this serial killer now has to live in constant sadness because they can't do what they love how is that fair so just so that we can all not live in constant fear the serial killer has to suppress his or her desires probably his they're usually white men um (laughs) but also i'm not a proponent of murder I'm not I just find it interesting that like it just is crazy to me that there are like people out there who literally just have the compulsion to kill people to take people's lives and like I I don't know I mean it's probably more about like power and shit but it's just crazy I get it I get it it's so crazy I was telling you I I told you about this the other day like yeah not the actual murder part that's like sad and stuff but like people who yeah, do stuff like stuff. that like yeah like i get it like they they're curious about like what will happen nothing like, happens they just die they're curious about how if the you're human gonna, body will be murdered if be you're murdered. going to be a serial killer like i think you should do it in like more of like a fun way like you shouldn't mm-hmm. just like like don't just be boring and like son of sam right son of sam was just like shooting people no idea who that is He's a Jew. <gasps> what? Famous serial killer who said that his uh, neighbor's dog told him to murder a bunch of people. Um, oh I think he was the five caliber killer. That was another name for him. Let me check. But that's the other thing, though. Like, I had a guy, which we'll get into. I had a guy from Hinge over the other day. And I'm like, it could be dangerous, but, like, he's Jewish. So, like, what are the chances that he's a serial killer? You know what I mean? Yeah, no, like when I'm reading an article and I were to see like, okay, they robbed a bank, shot a few people, ate a few babies. I'm like, wow, that's really fucked up. Like they're a terrible person. And then I keep going and then I see the name is like David Lieberman. And I'm like, you know what? I'm sure he had his reasons. Like something must have happened. He was provoked. Like I just (laughs) because I sympathize with my fellow tribesmen. But um, With yeah, fellow okay. tribesmen. Yeah, um, his name, the son of Sam, it's David Berkowitz. So like, name a more Jewish name. I'm trying to see what other names. Yeah, the forty-four caliber killer. Yeah, he shot people with a gun. So what I was saying though, back to that, is that like son of Sam shooting people with a forty-four caliber gun. That's fucking boring as shit. You're not even up close and personal. If you're gonna be a serial killer, at least do something like in like the movie Saw. Where like Jigsaw was creating these like crazy puzzles and it was like maybe you can escape it if you're smart enough. And he put a lot of thought into his craft and he really made a he did a lot of showmanship. And that's what it's all about in the end. So, yeah, thank you. You you should watch the Saw movies, Samantha. I feel like I'm good. I don't really like horror movies. Okay, so don't even talk to me about serial killers. Okay, Um, but yeah, so let's uh, hear about your hinge date. 
So I had a hinge date and uh, needless to say, it did not go well. (laughs) He came over to my apartment and it was just super uncomfortable. Like he was just too aggressive and it was just very uncomfortable. But regardless, I'm not going to get into the gory details, but we're sitting there watching Seinfeld. And at this point, I'm like, this is so uncomfortable. I want him to leave and get out of my apartment. And isn't it the worst how like a bad date can ruin a TV show for you? Like oh I've God. had like episodes of The Office that now like make me so uncomfortable just because like I watched it with someone who ruined it for me. That's uh, that sucks. Yeah. But no, but what I was going to say was so Seinfeld's on, right? Mm-hmm. And Jerry Seinfeld's stand up act comes on as it does at the end of each episode. And he starts talking about what do you do when you're on a first date with someone and you know that you never want to see this person ever uh, again? Jerry knew. <laughs> Jerry knows all. And he starts talking about, he's like, what do you say? See you around, but you really don't want to see them around. At least not around here. See you around just anywhere but here. And he starts going out. It's like, it felt like a five minute thing that I'm sitting through of him talking about this. And at the end of the date, when this man was leaving my apartment, I was like, all right, see you around. around." (laughs) I didn't say that, but I wish I had said that. You should have. Um, I know. Regrets, regrets. So what I ended up saying, I could have said anything else, but this is what I chose to say. Yeah. I said, he was like, so like, am I going to see you again? Or like something like that. And I respond. You respond. Only if we survive the nuclear holocaust that's coming in the days to follow. No, that's not what I said. Oh, okay. What'd you say? What I ended up saying was, we'll see how you stack up. Why'd you say that? <laughs> I couldn't think of anything else to say. He said, because he was like, am I going to see you again? And I'm just like, we'll see how you stack up. LOL. Stack up to what? That makes no sense. All the other men that I'm seeing. All of my other male suitors. Oh my God, Samantha. I don't know. Did he respond to that? He was just like, what does that mean? I'm like, you know, uh," like, I don't know. And then chosen a worse thing to say. And then he left and he was like, bye. Didn't even kiss me goodnight, which I didn't want him to at that point, but still rude. Like, and the audacity that this man had to be upset, visibly upset that we didn't fuck on our first date within the first hour when we were supposed to order food and we never did. And so I provided the wine and the cheese and he was supposed to get dinner, which we never ended up getting. So this man has the fucking audacity to think that we are going to have sex when he didn't even pay for my goddamn meal. Yeah classic man absolutely not where do you get off um uh, probably you from years for me, you of get society conditioning him to believe that he's superior to you but also like i feel like a guy that was very pre- presumptuous of him to assume that you would want to because the issue is that like i feel like guys are like they want to make you fuck them on the first date like that's their goal but then if you do fuck them on a first date they think you're a hoe and they don't yeah. want and have you seen well, that tiktok trend it's like yeah can't make a wife out of a hoe. yeah <laughs> fuck yourself you little immature piece of shit but i was so dramatic um this guy asked me to facetime and immediately i regret giving the zoom date advice on this podcast because i'm like this is not something i want to do um i was like it's gonna be so awkward it ends up being fine and that's nice because you could just kind of bounce whenever you could just be like oh internet bye but the (laughs) thing is like we got along really well over facetime 
And then now that was a waste of my time because in person he was like super aggressive and I didn't like it. Regardless, you tell me what you think. What if you had a whole FaceTime relationship with someone for like months and then you met in person and they were just like not the same? Wouldn't that suck? Yeah, that would suck. That's why you have to meet them in person. Go to Wow, a I'm so upset about the hypothetical situation I've just created. <laughs> well, okay, you know what I was going to say was over FaceTime, I jokingly told him how my mother had called me the Jewish whore referring to me and my ex who was not Jewish and a virgin. And then I also told him how my mom discovered my nipple clams. So <laughs> natural first date material. Yeah. So you, you think that gave him the wrong idea impression. And maybe he's just like, Oh, like she's a, like admits she's a whore. She has nipple clams. But like, I could have said like, yeah, I fucked like 200 guys last year. And like, you still have no right to my body. You still have absolutely no right to assume that we're fucking. Mm-hmm. Especially if you don't fucking pay. <laughs> if you pay, you got a little bit of a right. You got a little yeah. bit of a stake in it. Yeah. You have a little bit higher of a chance. Yeah. But like, that's like the bare minimum is you paying for for dinner. And then after that, we'll see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like first hour walking in and just like hooking up with me. Like, what do you think? of? Oh, then... Another thing that happened was he decides to start sucking on my nipple so aggressively. Maybe he wanted to be breastfed. It was, I've never seen anything like it. And preparing you for breastfeeding. You're like, no milk's coming out, buddy. <laughs> well, he's just like, he wanted to do the other one. And I'm just like, no, I'm like, no, you have to earn it. Like, no, like you can just suck my other nipple. And then he was just like, well, I bet you never had a titty sucking like that before. And I was just like, <laughs> And I was like, you are correct. I, I have never had a titty sucking like that Nor before. do I hope I ever get it again. <laughs> it's not a compliment, though. That's like, um, it's, I'm proud of you, though, that you, like, stood your ground and were like, I'm not going to fuck this guy because I feel like sometimes people, wink, wink, <laughs> will just, <laughs> will just hook up with people because it's awkward to be like, no. I actually don't want to do that right now. But then they're like, they have, they're, you know, they're all ready for it. And it's like, oh, it's a whole thing now for me to say no. (laughs) It's just like, normalize. Let's let's normalize consent. And it's like, does this mean you can avoid a blowjob? Like, I'll do anything to avoid that. (laughs) I just, it doesn't make sense to me why people wouldn't think to ask permission to kiss someone or suck someone's boob like may i suck your tip may i (laughs) please you can make it like first of all i remember i was at this whatever it was was pre-corona guys but i was at this like i don't know what it was pre-game i don't know at someone's apartment just like drinking and stuff and i went to the bathroom and i come out and this guy who i had like made out with the night before comes to the bathroom and he looks at me and he's like can i kiss you And I was like, you can fuck me on this floor in front of all of your friends. Thank you for asking. I'm turned on. Yes. Yes, you can kiss me, sir. I And you will be fucking later. I'm kidding. I I didn't have sex with him. I think it depends on the vibe. And I know it's like a slippery slope because obviously always get consent if you're going to have sex with someone 100%. But when you're like sitting on the couch with someone and you have the whole like, 
eye contact, look at the lips, look back at the eyes. You know what I'm talking about? Where it's like a, do you know? Is that just me? Um, no. And you but get it's the vibe. Like, there's such a vibe. And then it's like a lean in kiss. And I think that in that case, like it does, it, it kind of weirds me out when a guy says like, can I kiss you? I'm like, Ugh. but like, I think it's better to ask for consent than make someone else uncomfortable and it not be consensual. Like, no, but I, I, I do also agree that I have also been in situations where someone has just kissed me and I'll be like, really wish they would have asked because now yeah. I have to do an awkward like pull away. Yo, you can make it sexy. Like if you're in that situation where you're getting really close to each other, you've been flirting, like you're looking at each other's lips. Like you could totally like the girl, if the guy is like not sure, you can literally be like, so are you going to kiss me? Ew. Like what? Why? Like That's it. so cute. I don't like it. Okay. It's not for everyone, Danny. But, like, sometimes guys do it in a really, like, stupid way. They're like, I've just been dying to kiss you all night. Like, ew, go away. That's cute. No, it isn't. Okay, well, don't do it to Danny, but re No, but, like, obviously for anything, I'm just talking about kissing. For anything more than kissing, you have to ask. Well, yeah, 100%. And But even if you're sitting on the couch, the guy could just be like, hey, like, can I kiss you? Like, I don't think that's weird because then. I think it depends. Like, it's a second. It's a second. He says, hey, can I kiss you? And then the girl can be like, like yes. It's always so awkward. Like, you don't make it awkward. It's only awkward if you make it awkward. I just he's think like, guys need to learn to... I think girls are very good at picking up on cues in a romantic setting. And I think... I mean, I'm not going to generalize about all girls. But I think... I think girls I'm pretty good at... I think I'm pretty good at knowing where something's going. Like, I don't think I'm oblivious but, to it. And yeah. I think boys are a lot of the times, at least in my experience. And so I think, like, if they're in tune with what the girl is feeling, which, honestly, I don't think a lot of guys care how the girl's feeling, so they don't. Yeah, so... But if a guy is in tune to that, he'll pick up on, oh, she's, like, into this. Or, like, I'm not sure she's into this in which case just probably don't make a move if you really want if you're really on the fence about is she into it or not then ask but i think a lot of the time it's pretty fucking clear i think one number one pick up on body language yeah and then number two based on that you always ask if i'm like if i'm in the corner of the room curled into a ball crying (laughs) pulling my hair out it means my body language is ready for you buddy I want it. Really want it. I want it. Go console her. No, but what I will say is that there is a stereotype that like guys just want sex all the time, which isn't true. So I I don't want to sit here and like just be shitting on guys because I think there are many situations where girls are just like, oh, like he's a guy, he wants to kiss me, and they don't. Mm -hmm. And this actually, when I was so I was a sociology major in um, college, and we did this little college. Yeah, I actually did. I know I don't sound like I did. I know like I, I sound like a degenerate who did not go to college, but I did for four years, actually. Wow. OK, continue. Yeah. So um, we did this like little research study where like everyone in the class interviewed maybe two people. Then we all got to go back and then like read everyone's findings and notes and transcriptions or whatever. And there were so many guys who said that they have been in a bar and a girl will just start kissing them without like asking. And they like weren't into it. They didn't want her to kiss him. And they were like super uncomfortable. Interesting. And so, yeah. So like this does not go just one way. Like if you're a girl, like guys, there are people too, you say? What? Guys also have like feelings and they Um, might not want to kiss you. And so like 
Don't just assume that because they're a guy, they're down to fuck or down to kiss. I agree, but I cannot, I just cannot imagine myself ever just going up to a guy in a bar and kissing them. Like that is such a foreign no. idea to me. I know that's so, that's maybe so if I'm blackout, I, I don't know what she does. She might, maybe, maybe they were all talking about me and they just had met me at different points <laughs> in my life when I was blackout. Um, um but anyway, yeah, consent that's, is that's our unsolicited advice. Consent is sexy. I would be so much more turned on if you ask me for consent than. Okay, wait, Samantha, I'm going to give you a which is more sexy quiz. Ready? Yeah. Okay. Lingerie or consent? Consent. Nipple clamps or consent? (laughs) Consent. Anal plug or consent? Consent. Ooh, ah. What about um, Harry Styles going down on you um, while also wearing his dress well wearing his vogue dress and kind of touching your butt or consent consent wow there you have it hot take because yeah because none of those things matter if it's not consensual it's not going to be attractive it's not going to be pleasurable it's not going to turn me on if it's not consensual if both parties aren't super excited about doing whatever sexual act you're going to do it's not enjoyable and why the fuck would you want to do it if the other party isn't enjoying themselves and wanting to do it there you fucking go. I have a story for you. Yes. Please share. Please share. So I know you were, I think we were both quite innocent when we were young. Mm-hmm. And my sister right now, she's a junior in high school and she too is quite innocent. And she's reading a book for school. And um, she tells me that one scene in the book was about a bunch of boys who live in the South side of Chicago and they are sitting around watching TV And they decide to all jerk off together watching the TV. They're just like jerking themselves off. But it's like five of them in a room together. They're all the five of them are in the room. Each of them are masturbating. Okay, things friends do. And and so she she's read it. She was like in shock by this part of the book. Next day, the teacher gives them a pop quiz about what they'd read. And like the first question on it goes, what did the boys do when they were watching TV in the bedroom? And my sister thought she'd get in trouble for writing masturbating on the text, the test, because she thought like masturbating is an inappropriate word. So she just wrote like they watched TV and were turned on. Like... (laughs) Did she get the question right? I asked her, I was like, did they take points off? Like, that's not the answer they were looking for. They were watching TV. Like, yeah, they were watching TV, but no. And she was like, I don't know. Honestly, I'm okay with getting it wrong as long as I don't have to write masturbating on a test. I was like, it's just a word. But it's just a word. But like in high school? Um, I do have a question for you. Okay, yeah. Do you think there is a nice way... To tell a boy or a girl that they are a bad kisser. Who I don't know. Because isn't it a mitzvah to then be like, hey, yo, like maybe close your mouth a little. Less I would teeth. want someone to tell me. Yeah, I would too. But, but I would feel weird telling someone else. I don't know how you navigate that. And I would. I think as grateful as I'd be later, because I'd be like noted in the moment, I'd probably be a little offended, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, Kramer told me I was like a fucking like five out of 10 kisser. I mean, I, think, I don't think is true. <laughs> I think stuff you can say is just like, okay, well I feel like lead by example would be the one 
good tip right like i think just like maybe if like there's they're doing something you don't like just say like hey like can you try this like hey can you try a little less tongue i'm weird like make it like about you like i'm just yeah, weird yeah, and yeah, i yeah, hate yeah, tongue yeah. or like, just be like hey i'm weird i don't want your saliva all over my yeah, chin yeah like, I'm such, like a, I'm, such a, I'm such a weirdo but so quirky but <laughs> <laughs> like i don't like when you drool on me uh, yeah I'm i don't so like quirky. when there's slobber all over my face <laughs> i'm so weird i'm so weird that i just i hate it i'm so weird that i i don't want you literally slobbering all over i don't want hickeys all over my body i'm so weird that's just like a me thing yeah i'm just like a fucking adult it's so weird that like it's a little embarrassing to explain to my boss at work i so that i have a fucking hickey yeah it's just me though like yeah that's the other thing that the guy did is he was like trying trying to consciously give me a hickey like that is so disrespectful like and this is I'm not trying to judge anyone we are a welcoming podcast so if you are a person who is an adult and you enjoy giving someone hickeys first of all that should also be something that's consensual don't just give someone a fucking so hickey on you, purpose what, do you, what joy do you get like marking up I, their marking body someone, yeah I, it is so disrespectful to do to someone because like you're now saying that like your pleasure is more important than their fucking like career or also like, school education. Like I, I get that boy shirts for the most part, again, not to generalize about male clothing, <laughs> but a lot of them are higher necked girl clothes. Like even the more conservative clothes usually go pretty lower down. Yeah. It's hard to cover up hickeys. Yeah. It is just like, like, and I understand, like, if you accidentally give it to someone, like, things happen, like, that's whatever. But, like, if you're going into a situation consciously trying to give someone a hickey, like, that is disrespectful. Like, you should, first of all, ask. Yeah. And second of all, like, if you're adults, why are you, why are you doing that? If anyone wants a tutorial on how to cover up a hickey, I will post a video. Let me know. Yeah, that's actually, that's useful. I think guys are very hesitant to use makeup on their face, even for, like, pimples and stuff. But I feel like for hickeys, like... You need to cover that shit up. Like, if you are a working professional and you get a hickey, like, you need to know how to cover that shit up with makeup. Um, so, like, I would be more than happy to to give you all a tutorial. Words of wisdom. <laughs> yeah. It's it's what I do. It's it's my charity. Charity yeah. work. So, some unsolicited advice when you're on dating apps and you want to stalk the person to see if they're, like, actually cute in other photos. You have to stalk them on your computer. Because when you're stalking on your computer and you search someone's name and you click on a link you could just do like control f on a mac command f and then you can like search the page for the person's name so you can find them and i went down such a tunnel where to the point where i found someone's great uncle's obituary online like there's something wrong with me i need yes. help yeah i what i did was i searched his first name and the two colleges he went to and what he does for a living and so i found him online so now i had his last name but I couldn't, his Facebook and like Instagram were private. So what I did was I just searched his last name and where he was from on Google. And then that directed me to his great uncle's obituary where it named his children and grandchildren who preceded him. So then I searched up the grandkids on Facebook, went to the friends list, searched him and found out that they were in fact cousins. And now I had access to his cousin's Facebook, brother, mom, and dad's Facebooks. You should be in the FBI. <laughs> Um, so if anyone needs help stalking or finding someone from Hinge, just let Samantha know. There are some people who are hard to find who don't have a ton of information online, but I was able to find It's him. hard when they don't put their last name. Yeah, and this guy did not put his last name. Yeah, it's hard. Then so, you have to, like, go on Facebook, look up, like, what college, like, use all that info. Yeah. Um, anyway, here is a little question. 
Okay. Is it wrong to flirt with other people if you're in a relationship? Yes. Whose question is this? It's anonymous. Is it from Yahoo Answers? It's anonymous. Is it? It's from Yahoo Questions. I'm going to give him the name Corduroy. How do we know it's a guy if it's on Yahoo Answers? It doesn't fucking matter. Fine. The name's Spencer. It's unisex. <laughs> Go. Yeah, I think it is wrong to. I don't think he's like, it's just it. playful. Don't text them flirtily. Mm-hmm. But if you're just like at a bar and you like jokingly flirt with someone. But if you're at the bar, let's say like getting a drink to go back to the table and this guy Tell me more comes about up to drink. you. It's a light rosé with a hint okay, of it's a Moscow apple mule. flavor. Okay. And and you're getting about to me. You're waiting for your drink at the bar and a guy just alone comes up to you and starts talking to you. Their intention is obviously to fuck. Like that's their intention. Or to get your so, number and marry you. Okay. Yeah. So by talking to them that's like but like don't be the person who is like like don't be the person who like a guy comes and says hi to you and you're like i have a boyfriend like just be friendly whatever yeah no but i mean being if you don't want to talk to them you shouldn't have to talk to anyone you don't want to talk to that i think that's just life i i don't talk to people i don't want to talk to so if you're not into talking to them just like make the conversation end if you're having a good talk with them but my point is like you if they say let's go back to my place guy but you know if a guy or girl is coming up to you at the bar alone to talk to you you their intention is to like flirt with you well la di da that boys are approaching you left and right at the bar i'm just saying theoretically and so why would you do that if you have a significant other already free drinks free drinks oh my god have your friends get free drinks for you true Anywho, um, so don't flirt um the next question is from someone whose name is Danny's literally just reading Yahoo Answers, which I was like, we shouldn't do Yahoo Answers. And she's just like, no, we should. And then, we should. And then now she's lying to me saying. No. That- Someone wrote this in. Okay. Um, the name. Did they really? Yeah. The name. They wrote this in. The name is Pippi. Okay. Pippi writes, does cuddling lead to sex? I'm 49. No. This is my 49-year-old friend, Pippi. <laughs> Your BFF. Okay. I'm 49, soon to be 50. <laughs> And my husband is 51. We don't have the best sex life these days due to other reasons. Ooh. Pippi. Gotta Poor get girl. the Viagra. But I've asked him to just cuddle with me at night so I can go to sleep in his arms. Aw. We've been together for about 18 years. Um, when he cuddles me, which isn't often, he tends to think that means um, I want to have sex. I can't feel things poking me. Oh, I can feel things poking me, if you know what I mean. And he always tries to make the move. Most times I say no and that I just want to cuddle. He says it's too hot to cuddle all night and he doesn't mind doing it a little. But after that, he's ready to either go further or turn over and go to sleep. Why can't he just cuddle me without it meaning we have to have sex? I think guys are just overheat. Like guys, guys are, are furnaces. So, they're all furnaces. And they're, I, I get very hot, so I don't want to be anywhere near a guy when I'm sleeping. They start dripping sweat, it's and so disgusting. it's like, yeah. So I understand not wanting to cuddle all night. Like that is uncomfortable to do. She said there are like issues with sex. Why can't they? Have yeah, sex? it sounds like he has no issue. It sounds like Pippi is the issue. The girl is the issue. Yeah, because he's are they clearly. Both guys? No, there. She's a girl. What? What did? What did she say exactly? She just said we don't have the best sex life these days due to other reasons. But I asked him to just cuddle me at night so I can sleep in his arms. Do something to make your sex life better so that when you are now cuddling, he's not horny all the time. Like yeah, like if you aren't before. having sex, yeah, like if you're like a all, quit pro like, quo. Yeah, like if you're never having sex and then you just like want to cuddle, like 
I would get turned on by that, like that closeness of touching. And so I can see how he is getting turned on. But like maybe try to like improve your sex life. Yeah. Get those Roman swipes. Get street. that Viagra and get after it, man. Sponsored by Ronin swipes. Not sponsored by them, unfortunately. Um, I mean, if the issue's with you, then be different. I don't know. Go down on him. Yeah. <laughs> Once in a while. Yeah, like if you want the cuddling, give him something he wants and then he'll give you the cuddling. I think there's a stereotype that sex is only like literally inserting the penis into the vagina. And that's not what sex is. Like, first of all, there's anal, as we've discussed. Second of all, like there's there's foreplay with oral. Like there's so many different things that you can do besides the actual like penis in the vagina sex. When I was younger, I thought it was the funniest thing to go up to counselors at camp. When I went to Ramah sleepaway camp, I thought it was so funny. I'd run up to the boy counselors and just kick them in the penis i thought it was the funniest why would you do that they would fall down in pain and i didn't like i didn't understand it because i was like nine did you not get in trouble i did get in trouble constantly but i thought it was so funny up to these older guy counselors and just kick them in the balls yeah because i was like i don't get why they're acting like it hurts so bad mine doesn't hurt that bad well you learned because then for your nervous system project where we had to make a nervous system out of straws on a t-shirt and it was hanging up in the hallway outside of the big Knesset, outside of the place where we prayed every day to Hashem. And Danny, at the bottom of the t-shirt, put a bunch of straws there because she said that this was a guy's nervous system and they're very sensitive in the penis area. And so you put a bunch of straws there to indicate the nerves in the penis. Did I get extra credit? I'm not sure you did. But this, like I said, this this was right outside of our our prayer sanctuary. And that was was fifth grade. So that was right after Mm -hmm. the year I'm talking about. Yeah. There we you go. were very educated at that point. Um, anyway, so we have a surprise for you guys next week. Keep writing in those questions for guys. Yeah, the or- questions that you guys have written in where we've gotten them. We love them. We're going to be answering them next week. Yeah. So just stay tuned. And um, as always, Orgy and Danny's no. Club Penguin Igloo. No, I'm banned. Go share the previews that we have on the Twisted Panty Media Instagram. And additionally, um, yeah, I don't know what else I was going to say. Artichokes. Artichokes. Donate to our serial killer union if you're interested. I'm not. not. Having serial killers be compensated for all of the work they do and their contribution to our society. I mean, it makes a lot of good movies, so... What would life be without them? Zach Efron would never have been able to be in that terrible Ted Bundy movie. Yeah. Oh God. Can you okay. name can you name five serial killers to wrap us uh, up? Honestly, no, I couldn't. Not even three. The Holmes guy. H. H. Holmes. Yeah, H. H. Holmes, Ted Bundy, okay. and Casey Anthony. <laughs> She's not a serial killer. She She's a single murdered killer. One baby. <laughs> that was hers. Um Jeffrey Dahmer. John Wayne Gacy. I don't know these people. We shouldn't be giving them clout. Ted Kaczynski. Can you imagine the, if these serial killers were still in jail David, but like for life, like they are. weren't given the death penalty? They could be on Cameo. You know, it's illegal to profit off of your own crimes. That's the son of Sam Law, which oh, became shit. because of David Berkowitz, the son of Sam. He was making a lot of money off of like writing about how he killed wow. people because his neighbor's dog told him to. And so they passed a law saying you can't profit off of crimes you previously have been committed of. I think he's dead now, but the Unabomber is still alive. Um, Ted Kaczynski. Yeah. That's disgusting, but I'm glad that law's in place. Okay. Anyway, um, 
Thank you for listening, guys. Oh, I want to just also give a shout out to my girl, Aline Warnos, I think is her name. That's a female serial killer. So our union is all inclusive. We don't discriminate against race, ethnicity, or gender, or serial killers till we end the podcast. Gary Heidnick. Oh my God, stop. You're so disgusting. How do you know all these serial killers? I research them all. I find them so interesting. Danny. I could tell you about like details about all these people's upbringings. That's I'm so unwell for you. I'm trying to think. These are like 90%. Other than Aline Wernos, who's a woman, those were all white men. As always, sponsored by Lube. Lubrication. What? Lubrication. What's that? Lubrication. Oh, lubrication. Lube up. Lube up. Lube in. Lube often. (laughs) That's such a good tagline. We should create our own lube company. That would be fun. (gasps) Rejects Club Brand Lube. And it's glitter. Everyone, be real, be yourself, and if yourself isn't good enough, then probably change. Good night. (laughs) 